For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Former NFL quarterback who works for CBS Sports by the name of Boomer Esiason. Chris, you had a chance to speak with him yesterday. Yes, yeah, my guy. And I don't know, you and I have both been on the C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young bandwagon. I'm okay with either one of those guys. But I don't know, Boomer Esiason may tell us that we're a couple of stooges. All right, the NFL draft is coming up very soon for the Carolina Panthers. Of course, they have the number one overall pick. Conventional wisdom says that they're going to pick a quarterback with that. They absolutely need one because they haven't had a franchise quarterback in a while. They have Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis to choose from. Joining me right now, someone who knows a little something about being a quarterback in the NFL, Boomer Esiason. Thank you so much for, for being here. Uh, those four names, when you think about those four names, which one of those do you think deserves to be the number one overall pick for the Carolina Panthers? You know, it's, uh, it's hard to say. And I know that Frank Reich, my former college roommate, now the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, has done his due diligence on all four of those players. It's one of the reasons why they made the trade when they did, because they really wanted to get to know the players. And the one thing I know about Frank, uh, I know what size player he likes, uh, and, and that is the size between 6'2 and 6'5, somewhere between 215 and 235. So three of those four players that you mentioned fit the measurables. But what I don't know is who they are as people because I did not sit down and meet them. I did not go through their backgrounds. I did not talk to their college coaches. I'm like everybody else out here wondering, you know, what special ingredient do each of these players have that Carolina would like to lock themselves onto and believe that he is going to be the leader of the franchise for the next 10 to 15 years. So when I look at this, I say, well, Bryce Young has all the intangibles. Uh, he's a great leader. He's a great young man, it seems like. I've seen all of his interviews. Uh, his measurables, however, tell me, uh-oh, warning signs. And all of us that have ever played in the NFL and have been around the NFL recognize that the success of quarterbacks less than six feet, it's a very small list. And as Bill Parcells says, if the guy is under six foot, he better be Jesus Christ <laughs> to play in the NFL. And, and he means that in a way that if Bryce Young turns out to be great, as everybody thinks that he will be, then, you know, he will have all the little intangibles as well as the physical aspect to be able to play this, to play the position much like Drew Brees did or Russell Wilson did. So he's like, in other words, he's not a can't miss player. This is not a slam dunk number one because the other three players have all the physical measurements that you would desire as a quarterback. And all three players are tremendous athletes in their own right. And we've never seen an athlete like Anthony Richardson, who is really, to me, if I had a quarterback on my, on my roster that I wasn't really sure about moving forward and he fell to me in the draft, I would take him because I would say that the upside for him is off the charts. And the guy that I would say is most closely related to the, the player when he came out of uh, college to Josh Allen is Will Levis from Kentucky. So wow. a terrific athlete, maybe not the most accurate player in college, but then again, he was getting beat up in the SEC behind, you know, maybe not such a great offensive line. 
You you mentioned your uh, Frank used to be your college roommate. You guys know each other very well. Uh, and you you also mentioned before that he likes the guys who are a little bit more on the bigger side. But when it comes down to the actual intangibles on the field, uh, what do you think will make a quarterback thrive the most as Frank Reich, uh, as his head coach? What does he have to be able to do on on the field to make sure that he is successful? He's got to be smart. He's got to be he's got to be a guy that loves football. He's got to be a guy that wants to be the leader that wants to accept his role as the leading man, if you will, the alpha male in the room. Now it's going to take time. So you're not, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, but these are the things. And Frank, by the way, you know, has been around a lot of great quarterbacks from Phillip Rivers to, you know, Peyton Manning uh, to, to, to Matt Ryan, uh, to Andrew Luck for that matter. So he knows what it takes to be successful in this league. And of course, him being a quarterback himself, sitting behind Jim Kelly and also starting down there for the Carolina Panthers yeah. when they first came into existence. So, you know, he wants his quarterback to be confident. He wants his quarterback to be a great teammate and he wants his quarterback to be a leader. He needs his quarterback to be accurate. Uh, he likes to throw the ball. He likes to throw the ball on fourth down. So, you know, if it's a fourth and three, it's not always going to be a running play. He wants his quarterback to be able to have that, that calmness about him to be able to make those plays. He's one of the most aggressive play callers in the NFL. So whoever they decide on, you know, whoever Scott Fitterer and Frank Reich have decided on, I hear there's a consensus in the building. I'm not sure who it is because Frank has ghosted me the last two weeks because he knows <laughs> I'm a media guy and he knew that I would probably do interviews like this. Uh, whoever they have settled on, uh, I think they really feel confident about that. And remember, Scott Fitterer did come from Seattle, and mm -hmm. he was there when they drafted Russell Wilson. So they saw a smaller quarterback take his team to the Super Bowl twice. So uh, that's why I kind of think that the Bryce Young size issue may not be as important to them as it is to the rest of us outside. Yeah, and, and I think, uh, you know, Scott Fitter pretty much said as much a couple of weeks ago in a, in a press conference. He said if they were to choose Bryce Young, they would have a plan to kind of beef him up a little bit, but also uh, insulate him as well if he's playing for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, so going forward with the Panthers, with this number one, one, number one overall pick, you've known for a while that you've had this pick. And also the scouts have done their homework on these guys for not, not just the last few months, the last few years. They've gotten a chance to know these guys. Do you think at this point, as we're standing a day before the draft, that the Carolina Panthers know, or do you think they're still going to be deliberating maybe up until they have to make that number one overall pick? I believe they know, and I, th I believe they've also done a really good job of keeping it to themselves and not even telling the players or the agents who are representing the players. Because normally if the agents know and, you know, there's no reason to even get into negotiations at this point because they know what the contract's going to be. So there really is no negotiation. Uh, there's no reason to tell anybody. And I don't know if the NFL has asked them to be this quiet, but uh, it's been amazing. I mean, there has not been one leak anywhere. Now, there's been a Reddit post by some wacko who knows where that came from. And a lot of this stuff starts happening around the draft to basically sometimes to put a, you know, a bad, uh, a bad light on another player, another prospect. So, and it seems like for whatever reason, CJ Stroud is starting to have some of that stuff happen to him, which is unfair and unfortunate. But I always say this about all these quarterbacks or any player that gets drafted. It's not about your first contract anyway. It's about your second contract. Your first contract says, okay, here you go. We think you're good enough to play in the NFL. The second contract validates that you belong in the NFL with life-changing money. So 
ask Jalen Hurts, he'll tell you uh, yeah. just what that second contract mm -hmm. means. And, and that's what we all have to wait for. And hopefully one of these young men, if not all of these young men, live up to that status that they're going to be drafted at. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. You may have answered it a little bit earlier, but I just want to know for sure without doing the homework as far as who these guys are from what you've seen on tape, what you've read about these guys. If you were in Frank Reich's place, who would you take with the number one overall pick in this draft? Yeah, if I were in his shoes, I, I, I would probably say I'm more of aggressive. I'm more aggressive than he is like in terms of, uh, and he would tell you this, I think. I, 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 there's something about Will Levis that I really like and huh. it reminds me of Josh Allen. I, I, I just can't get away from that comparison. And Josh fell to number seven to Buffalo. And, you know, look at Baker Mayfield, one before him, Sam Darnold, one before him. And you're thinking to yourself, man, I, if I could have just gotten my hands on Josh Allen, I would have been really happy back in the day. So wow. Will Levis has that kind of feel for me. And uh, that would be uh, like a shocking result if that happens, I believe. Because to me, the safer player right now, right now, is Bryce Young. And I believe that Bryce could probably go right into an NFL game tomorrow and play. I think he's that, uh, you know, he's, he's that advanced mentally. Uh, I think he's come out of a great program with great players and high expectations. And he pretty much lived up to all of those expectations. So uh, I think it's probably going to be Bryce. But for me, man, I take a shot at Will, I think. So they gave up two first-round picks, so a bunch of other picks, and a star wide receiver. And you think that they can do that with for Will Levis? Maybe. I mean that that's <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like again, I, I go back to the Josh Allen comparison. That's all I'm saying. And I remember, you know, when Patrick Mahomes came out. You know, I interviewed Patrick Mahomes two days before the draft. He came into our studio here in New York, and I basically said, that's my guy. That's the guy I'm taking. I shook his mm -hmm. hand. His dad played for the New York Mets. You could tell that this kid was ready to go, that it was the, the football was going to be easy for him. And being a leader was going to be easy for him. Plus, he had, he had uh, of course, Andy Reid. And he had Alex Smith. So they had to wait a year before they actually gave him the reins to the starting job. But now we all see the greatness of Patrick Mahomes. I, 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 at that guy at that time was the one guy that I felt like was a can't-miss player. I don't necessarily know that any of these guys are that, but I do feel like when I look at Will Levis, I see a bucking Bronco. I just see a guy that mm. needs a little bit refinement and a little, a, a little better understanding of, of offense and being able to get the one guy to the next guy. Bryce already has that. But what Bryce doesn't have, he doesn't have Will Levis' size. And the size thing is always going to be a thing for me, unfortunately, that uh, that is going to make me think the bigger player, the athletic player, uh, may be the better player long term. Big thanks to Boomer Esiason joining Chris Lee yesterday here on the Houston Automotive Group Hotline. That is Chris Lee. I'm Dennis Cox. Grand Hill producing us this afternoon here on 99.9 The Fan. All right, so I guess we're dumb, which is fine. He says Will Levis. He says Will Levis. He he must like mayo in his coffee, too. Maybe he eats bananas with the peel still on. Maybe. Hey, that saves on compost. Congratulations. <laughs> Whatever. He, but you know, you know I'm a vegan, right? You are, so you're all in on this. Apparently, there's some new recipes going around. People are making barbecue from banana peels. I might have to make that for you one day. I don't know how that's going to taste, but people are literally making shredded barbecue from banana peels. So, Dennis... As we're going into the cookout season, the weather's getting good. Memorial Day is around the corner. Uh -huh. Maybe we can celebrate this Panthers' number one overall pick. 
with a cookout, a vegan cookout at my spot, and I can make you banana peel barbecue. You down for it? We could do Eastern style. <laughs> you down? Eastern style banana peels. Are you down? All right, let's do it. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yes! Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. We're here with Coach Pete, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, let's hear about your power plan. Well, Coach Pete's power plan, 22 steps to get you on the right direction for retirement. Also, make sure you have a successful, income-filled retirement. Tim, the next 10 people are going to give that away. No cost or obligation. For the power plan, call 800-691-3215. You can also go ahead and text Tim to 600-700. The phone number, 800-691-3215, or text Tim to 600-700. All right, NFL draft, as we know, is taking place today. Carolina Panthers, in about three hours or just under three hours, are going to be handing in their pick. We assume it might be Bryce Young. But what are the what, what's the atmosphere like in Kansas City where the draft is being held? That's why Gerald Owens, TV5, WRAL, is joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Gerald, I have a question for you. Have you had the Kansas City-style barbecue yet, and why is Eastern North Carolina barbecue so much better than what they offer there in Kansas City? Uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes, I have had it, and I don't know if what you said is true. What? This is going to be kind of controversial. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What? Um, we went to a, yeah, I know. Hold on now. We went to a place called Gates Barbecue. Yeah, it's Mr. a popular Gates, spot. Mr. Gates, 91-year-old man. He's been mm-hmm. cooking it for 76 years. I don't know what it is. His sauce, his, his rub, his seed. I'm, it's the best I've ever had. Wow. I mean, that's, I'm not kidding with y'all. The best. So, anyway, yes to your question. I still love Carolina barbecue, but my goodness, Kansas City. Whew. Okay. Oh, wow. If I could, I'd bring y'all back some. Please do. <laughs> Gerald, if they have any vegan barbecue mm-hmm. made from banana peel, please let me know <laughs> and bring some back. <laughs> If I see a vegan cow, I'll see if they can cook it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald Owens joining us uh, from WRL out there and Casey having a blast. Um, Gerald, you also had a chance to speak with Keon White. Uh, he is from Raleigh, went to Garner uh, High School, went to Old Dominion at first, transferred to Georgia Tech, had an amazing season last year. He's out there at the draft in KC. Chance he can hear his name called tonight. The latest would be tomorrow. When you spoke to Keon White, tell us a little bit about the conversation and what he was telling you about and, and kind of what he's looking forward to as he's getting his NFL journey started. I was impressed with him. You know, Keon said that some, a lot of people doubted him coming up and that, uh, you know, for whatever reason, they didn't think uh, he, would, he would even play in college, so mm. let alone the NFL. Mm, wow. um, he's a very affable kid. I, I'm, I was really impressed with his poise. Um, and I'll be honest with you, we were – the only media that I saw talking to him, a lot of people flocked to the quarterbacks, you know, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Will Levis, um, and a couple of the other better-known players. But for the first round, yep, you know, maybe he slips in this. I hope he does. Um, but he seems to be level-headed. He knows what he can do. Um, he's confident. And uh, I think he's going to be, you know, he'll be a great teammate. I haven't seen a lot of film on him to see what kind of player he'll be. But he's here this week, so you know he's a dynamite player. Did he give you any indication in terms of teams that he's spoken to and potentially where he might get drafted? Did he have any indication at all? I asked him, I said, do you care where you go? He says, nope. And I said, do you have any ideas? He says, you guys probably know more than I do. He's talking to us being the media. So, yeah, no, he, he, if he knows, he's not saying it. And that's rule number one of being a good pro, you know. Say what you have to say and say what you can. 
and uh, everybody will find out on Thursday. Just really quick before we get off of Keon White, because you know we're excited for what the Carolina Panthers are going to do, but we definitely have to give it up for the local guys who are making their dreams come true. Gerald, you are six foot four. You know what I'm saying? Like you played high school. I mean, I'm sorry, college basketball. You did your thing in college playing. When you stand next to Keon White, how big is that guy? How does he compare to your height? I'm actually six six. Uh, and, oh, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I missed two inches. You know, missed out on two inches. inches. When you're under six feet tall, it all looks the same. I'm sorry. <laughs> six four looks like six six. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's about. He's a, he's probably six five. He's every bit of six five. Okay. Um. Yeah. And you know, this is a weird thing, but you shake a guy's hand, a big guy's hand. You know, this will be. I know. Um. Coaches will like this. He's got big defensive end hands. You know, to shed blockers and that kind of thing. So. Um, he's, he is the prototypical NFL defensive end. That's exactly what he is. Um, so, and I know at the, at the combine, at the draft, the scouts, they look at numbers. They look at size, weight, and that kind of thing, you know, explosion, uh, explosiveness. So um, I think Keon's going to be dynamite. Gerald Owens, WRL-TV5, live from Kansas City, joining us here on the Keister Automotive Group Hotline here on 99.9 The Fan. We see a lot of fans from all across the league flock to the NFL draft, whether it was in the past when it was in New York. Now we see the NFL draft go on tour. Are we seeing a lot of Panthers fans anticipating who the number one draft pick is going to be? Do we see a lot of Panthers fans out there, or is there one maybe one fan base that's a little bit more dominant than the other? Obviously, the Chiefs are going to have a lot of people there, but – are you seeing? Uh, there are. I tell you what. I'm standing right by the entrance here, mm-hmm. and there has been a steady stream of people for going on six hours. Oh, I don't wow. know how many people are inside this. There are thousands and thousands and thousands. And yes, we are seeing more Panther fans. Not, I mean, not like Chiefs, obviously. Or 49ers have a strong contingency here, but there are a good bit of Panther fans. One's walking by right now. I mean, wearing those big blue bling bling um, necklaces, you know. And, <laughs> but uh, I mean, they're having some fun. They're having a great time. There are kids here who got out of school for this. Uh, we talked to one guy from North Carolina. He came here because of how, how pivotal this draft, this draft choice uh, is going to be for the Carolina Panthers. So um, I'm seeing more, but, you know, you're in Kansas City and there's Super Bowl champs, so this is title town for now. There are a lot of them here. Gerald Ona is jo- joining us. He's from uh, WREL in Kansas City right now. Uh, Gerald, did I see correctly, did you interview Bryce Young yesterday? Yes, we did talk to Bryce. Okay, so a lot has been made about his size. He's people say he's undersized. Uh, he's listed at six feet tall, but oh, we know 10. that he's really he's five ten, uh, probably one hundred ninety five pounds. I am five nine, myself. Uh-huh. When you stood yep. next to uh, Bryce Young, how close in size uh-huh. are we? And how how <laughs> are you worried about how small he is? Seeing him as you stood next to him, you being six feet tall yourself, six foot six t- uh, yourself. Uh-huh. Um, Bryce is taller than you. Um, I think he's all of what he says five ten and five ten and a half. Okay. Um, okay. Yes, I, I'd be a little. Wor- I hope he can get out of the way, like uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, yeah, but Russell has some. You know, he's got he's got some a big lower body where he is. You know. He's, he's really agile, and he's got a strong stance. Uh, and, of course, he's got that baseball player arm. Yeah. But um, I tell you, Bryce Young is smart. He really is. And, um, you know, uh, what's the kid Brock Purdy at uh, San Francisco? Mm-hmm. I don't know how tall he is. But, anyway, um, if you're in the right system and you've got a head for football and you're smart and you're a good teammate, and uh, this guy, kid appears to be all of those, um, I wouldn't be 
if I were the Carolina Panthers, I'd be just as confident as anything else in, in drafting him. Makes um, me feel good. And plus, he's got a lot of people to shut up. I remember Tom Brady. Yeah. He's not 5'10", but Brady was, what, in the sixth round? And people, you know, he did an 8'5", 40. Uh, so, <laughs> and everybody said, who is this guy? Now what? That's true. I think he does have the slowest yeah. quarterback 40 Eight, time of all time. <laughs> That's Gerald Owens, WREL-TV5, live out in Kansas City. Make sure you tune in to uh, WREL-TV for live coverage from, from Gerald out in Kansas City, Pat down in Charlotte. Gerald, enjoy your time in Kansas City, good sir. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Gerald Owens joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Congratulations, Chris. Uh, you were comparable to Bryce Young. Yeah, he said he's a little bit taller than me. Guess so, he like has my me. height, basically. He has, yeah, yeah. I guess he has me by an inch, inch and a half, something hey, like no, that. no, that matters. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. I mean, but it also depends on how you use it. It, it does depend on how you use it, but um, with him, he's also smart, so I think he's going to be able to use his inches the right way at being 5'10". Hey, you know what? Sometimes that's all that matters. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu.